Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall, Finn McHale here. We've got another episode for the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm, to review today. In this chapter that we're going to get into, we get a lot of the backstory between Boba Fett and Fennec Shan's partnership. We also get to see some of the lines being drawn in the upcoming battle against the Pike Syndicate. Spoiler warning as well before we get started. We won't go into too much detail with the flashbacks that Boba Fett has, as it mainly shows us some loose ends to tie up. We see that Boba notices a light off in the distance while riding a Bantha at night, and goes towards it. Here's where we find Fennec after having fought with Din Djarin and the Mandalorian and dying. Boba takes her to a mod shop and this is how she ends up getting saved. We see that when they first meet after being saved, Fennec doesn't believe that he's Boba Fett. She does agree to help him get the Slave One back to repay her debt for Boba saving her, and they go to scout out Jabba's palace. We get a cool scene of this little sniper spy droid sneaking into the palace in order to map out the route. They get the map and sneak in and destroy the chef droids that are there. A smaller droid that's a lep droid comes in that Boba captures. He asks if he knows who he is before shutting itself down. After this, they find the Slave One, and after a shootout with the guards, escape. After the escape, Fennec and Boba find the Kintan Striders, and Boba shoots at them killing all of them in retribution for the Tuscan slaughter. They then go to the Sarlacc pit in order to find his armor. Fennec believes it should have dissolved, but Boba says that it's made of Beskar and can't. So while they search using the Slave One, the Sarlacc grabs the ship and tries to pull it in order to eat it. They release one of the seismic charges, and the Sarlacc eats it, and then it detonates, killing it. They search through the remains and can't find the armor. So Boba decides to leave and continue on with his plan, taking over Jabba's former palace, and asks Fennec where she wants to be dropped off, since her debt's been paid. Fennec surprises him and says that she'll stay along for the ride. The flashback then cuts to Boba with his armor back, killing Bib Fortuna and taking the throne. Boba then wakes up, and 8D8 says that he's been fully healed and no longer needs the back-to-tank sessions. There's a quick little back and forth between Boba and Shan about his internal scars, to which Boba says that those will take longer to heal. He also asks about the Major Domo, and Fennec informs him that he's singing like a bird, but they still can't find the Mayor Malkshais. We find out the Cyborg Gang, who are called the Mods, which is a better name than I gave them honestly of the Enforcers, are searching all over Mos Espa for him. We end this interaction with Boba wanting to show his face, much to Shan's chagrin, as he also states that power hates a vacuum. We then cut to Sanctuary where we see Black Chrysanthemum drinking. He's watching some Trandoshans playing a game and celebrating a win, which annoys Chrysanthemum. He gets so annoyed that he gets up and assaults the three Trandoshans. While he trashes them, Boba walks in on the fight, and Chrysanthemum holds up one in order to literally disarm him. But Garsa Whip shows up in order to talk him down. She does this by saying everyone knows he's a champion of the gladiator pits, but that time has passed, and he has nothing left to prove. She offers to clear his tab if he puts the Trandoshan down. We see that Kersantan looks as if he's about to do it, when he goes ahead and rips the Trandoshan's arm off. Boba tells Garza that it was a good try, as Kersantan pays his tab. So Boba goes outside following Kersantan and offers him a job. Thank God. I did not want a character such as Black Kersantan to be written off and forgotten, especially being out of a job, and bites at Boba's offer. So the final part of the chapter shows us Boba meeting with the heads of the three major families, the Trandoshans, Clatoonians, and Aqualish. We see Fennec and Kersantan as guards during the meeting. 
We see him trying to get them to unify under a defensive threat against the Pike Syndicate, as he believes they are draining Tatooine's wealth with their spice trade. However, the Trandoshan says that the spice trade has given them extra prosperity, and an Aqualish named Garfalaquax points out that the Pikes are only targeting Boba and his territory, and why should they involve themselves in their feud? They also ask Boba why he feels he should be the Daimyo. This is where Boba's rancor grabs at the gate on the floor, scaring the guests. Boba, unshaken, says that he'll bring prosperity and safety back to the planet, and asks them to remain neutral if the Pikes approach them. They all agree and toast. Finally, we see that Fennec and Boba discuss trusting the crime lords. Boba tells her that they want to maintain self-interest and trust them. They then discuss the treasure and reserve in order to buy muscle. Boba's a little worried about this, but Fennec says it's all about knowing where to get muscle. Alright then. So this chapter was really instrumental and set up for what's to come. But before we get into that, something that gets brought up in the flashbacks is that Boba talks to Fennec about wanting to become the head of a crime family, and Fennec is surprised by this because it's very uncommon and I think rare for bounty hunters to have that happen to them. And Boba says that, you know, he's tired of, you know, these families just sending bounty hunters out, not really caring about what happens to them. And Fennec says, well, that's just this way of life. But Boba says, nah, I'm done with that. I want to elevate us as bounty hunters. So that's really interesting is how we see that bounty hunting, even though a lot of them are really cool, there are some major pros and major cons to that lifestyle. I also want to talk about the Kenton Striders. So, in the first episode, like I talked in the last chapter review, that that gang I thought was something separate. It's becoming more clear to me that no, those are the Kenton Striders. They're not adding any extra elements. And so, it's most likely the Pikes did hire them to kill the Tuscans. And so, I was always wondering why they didn't show back up. And it's obvious because, well, Boba wiped the floor with them. It's really interesting how those biker gangs kind of rose up after the power vacuum with Jabba's death. And I wonder if there's going to be any more. Maybe not because the Kenton Striders appeared to be, or at least implied to be, the biggest one. Especially since they took protection money from the Pikes. Alright, so Black Stanton has a new job. And I'm really excited for this. So, one thing to note though why he didn't like the Trandoshans is because... Wookiees and Trandoshans really don't like each other, and so that's another reason why Kersantan went after them. And there's some backstory I'll get into with the Kersantan episode about why he really doesn't like them. And it was also a prime target for them because these are smaller Trandoshans. They're not like Bosk where they're big and athletic. No, he was just bullying on them. But Kersantan seems to be happy because it appeared he was just frustrated after having gotten a job with the twins, then being hired to kill Boba Fett, that fails, gets captured, gets released, gets drunk and frustrated, and then he's like, well, I got a job. You know what? I'm going to stay on Tatooine. Awesome. So the Pikes have this impending war coming up, and the crime families are going to stay neutral. I do think that the Pikes might try to approach them, and maybe one of them might turn on Boba, but the Trandoshans might not be that one, just because of his relationship with Bosk, even though we don't know what that's like currently. But I doubt that the Trandoshans would be the one to turn on him. If any, it's probably going to be the Clatoonians. I don't know why, but they're in charge of the spaceport. And it probably makes sense that that major highway, at least in and out of Tatooine and Mos Espa, makes sense for the Pikes to want to gain that control. But we're going to have to wait and see how that plays out. 
Also, speaking of the crime family's involvement, I don't know if any other ones are going to come into play. And speaking of that, the huts and hut space. Will the twins come back? Not necessarily sure. And also, how has hut space been redistributed? Because it seems like with Jabba's death, and we don't know what the status of the hut ruling council is, the Pike scene have just like swept in, and we don't know if they've swept in on any other hut territory in order to overtake it. So that'll be an interesting line to pursue, especially with everything that's going on just on Tatooine. But with all that said, can't wait for next week's episode. And with that said, this has been a Bandolier Corps production. Finn McHale, signing out.